Welcome to Scrollin', a podcast about the Elder Scrolls Online. I'm Ket. I'm Davius. This is episode number 33. All right, well, I, I do have one, really just one announcement, which is that um, we're going to have a, a new recording and release schedule. So as, as I've been talking about, I've started a new uh, day job and my schedule is different. So we're just going to have to start recording uh, at a different time, which means the episode uh, is going to drop at a different time. Um, so normally uh, up to this point, we've been recording uh, Friday nights uh, and then the episode goes up on Sundays. Um, now we're going to be re- uh, recording on Tuesday evenings uh, and then the, um, the episode will go up on Thursday after that. Um, so, you know, that might disrupt some people's routines. I do apologize if that kind of gets in the way of, uh, of uh, you know, your listening schedule and that sort of thing. Uh, but it's just what we got to do. And I think there will be actually kind of some advantages to it. You know, I think one cool thing will be we'll be able to kind of discuss things like patch notes and stuff earlier in the week when it's a little more fresh, a little more kind of new news. Yeah. Um, so that's an advantage there. I think that could be cool. But there'll be other things that, that uh, you know, I kind of do like the fact that we we talk about it at the end of the week after we've done a lot of <laughs> testing and a lot of people have kind of shared their opinions and we have a good kind of conversation about it. Uh, so there's to, good and bad. We're going to have to contain our overreactions. We're going to be talking about it real quick. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like on Tuesday, that's only like the day after the patch drops, right? And yeah, a lot of times like your first take is can be a little heated and be like, what? What are they doing? How, what <laughs> are they, they thinking? But then by like Thursday or Friday, you know, you've done some testing, you've had some conversations with people and you have a little more level-headed approach to it. So yeah, we're going to have to really temper ourselves, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, t- uh, episode will go out on Thursdays. Um, you know, this will be the last one that goes up on Sunday and then it'll be Thursdays uh, going forward. So Actually, you'll get the next episode uh, sooner than you normally do. So. It'll be a little, little bit of a short week there. Yeah. Um, I wanted to give uh, myself a couple of minor corrections uh, from the last episode. We were talking about uh, the new explosive rebuke set, and I said something about bashing someone to to proc this set, but uh, actually that, that wouldn't be possible. This set is uh, proc'd by blocking an attack. Um, so I just wanted to correct myself on that. And actually, you know, considering that it seems like it would pair really well with the new void collar set, the one that we referred to as the Magicka Fury set. And so that's a set where, you know, you take damage and you build up these stacks of, uh, spell damage. Uh, and so explosive rebuke seems like it would go really nicely with that, right? You're like blocking these attacks to get this proc, which you're also getting those, uh, those void collar stacks at the same time. So yeah, nice little pairing. Yeah. Uh, and then also we were talking about Red Eagle's Fury, and we were basically saying that we thought it was a better version of New Moon Acolyte. And, you know, I think it might be a little more nuanced than that. That may or may not be true depending on your build and, and what your goals are. But I think kind of something I realized, one key difference between Red Eagle's Fury and New Moon Acolyte, Red Eagle's Fury, it gives you, what, 460 or something like that, Um weapon damage mm-hmm. to your uh, weapon abilities, uh, whereas uh, New Moon Acolyte just gives you 401 straight weapon and spell damage. Uh, and so the the key difference there is New Moon Acolyte is actually going to affect your healing, right? That, that weapon and spell damage 
will affect your healing abilities, whereas Red Eagle's Fury isn't going to affect your healing abilities at all, unless it's like Rally. Yeah, that's a that's a weapon ability. I think Rally would be the only one, but yeah, and and that's a big um, that's a big difference, and I think a good one too, because you know as much as you know we don't use New Moon Acolyte, but I do think that that's good that at least New Moon Acolyte still has a place, and this new set will have a place. I like that at least both of them will have um, their place yeah. on builds. And is Red Eagle's Fury? Is it a Magicka or uh, stamina. Let me see. Yeah, so Red Eagles Fury. Yeah, yeah. It's either or. So oh, that is um, nice. So, you know, I guess one thing with Red Eagles Fury is that uh, you could use you could use a uh, say like Destro Staff on the front bar, Resto Staff on the back bar, and then you are getting that four sixty for both your damage and your heals. Yeah, you know, if you just have all your heals in the back bar, and it's and it's rest of step like my sorcerer, aside from crit surge, uh, he just uses resto staff for all of his healing abilities. Yeah, there's definitely a way to make that work. That'd be, that'd be yeah. a nice little setup. So it's yeah, it's it, it competes with new new moon acolyte. So I don't know if that was fully a correction, but I, maybe we just needed to <laughs> to talk that out a little more. <laughs> So Markarth PTS, uh, we're in week two. Week two is usually pretty slow, not a lot of uh, exciting stuff. Uh, it's usually just like kind of minor fixes and tweaks and things like that. Uh, but there are a few things I think um, are worth mentioning. For one, uh, the Iron Atronach, the uh, you know the the target dummy that has all the trial buffs built into it, currently missing minor brittle and major vulnerability, and they say that's going to be fixed next week. Um, but just keep that in mind if you're doing any, you know, parse testing or anything like that. Those buffs are not present. They also added a new section to the Antiquity Codex uh, that uh, shows you your currently active leads. Davis, that's something we were talking like. We Oof. can't believe that wasn't already there in the first yeah. place. Right? I think we, we were talking about that probably like day two of Antiquity's launch. We're like, okay, how do we look at our active leads? Like, where's the menu for that? Yeah, and we ended up having to get an add-on, and even that yep. doesn't like fully solve it. I feel like it's hard to just yeah. see like what leads can I do. Yeah, like what are the ones that I want to do? Which you know, this goes back to what we were talking about last week. I love that they are adding quality of life things, making us you know this will take that add-on away. You know, no more need for that add-on. Yeah. Things that are taking add-ons away, and they're just building they're building it into the game. Uh, it's gonna be fantastic. Beyond that, um, they did a whole bunch, like a long, long list of balance adjust uh, adjustments to the new solo arena. Uh, I'm not going to, you know, it would be tedious and boring to go through all that, but it's just a bunch of kind of adjusting numbers and honestly seems like they're kind of buffing the arena, trying to make it a little more difficult. Um, I uh, I haven't tested out the arena myself. Have you had a chance to, to check it out? I have not. Definitely um, going to jump in there when it goes live, but uh, oh, I don't yeah, think I'm going to sure. do it on PTS. But uh, I have read over some forum discussions about what kind of how people are feeling about it, and really the vibe I get is mostly people who have who've checked it out feel really, really positive about it. Uh, in general, uh, I don't think I've seen anyone say that it was a bad experience or anything like that. It. Um... I got to think how to word this correctly. It's obviously that's fantastic to hear, but. 
um, I'm pleasantly not surprised. You know, we've been talking about how they just seemingly that dev team is just getting better and better with content, uh, which with each one of these expansions and, and additional content. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not surprised by it, but you still love to hear that. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, there's apparently a lot of secret stuff to explore. You know, it's not really designed like a typical arena where it's like these rounds of these waves of enemies. Uh, it's, does, it seems like it's designed more like a dungeon. Like you, you go throughout it and explore around. And yeah, there's apparently like secret stuff that are – it's like maybe optional. Um, so that's kind of cool. And, and this is kind of even in the, um, the, the new dungeons they just released. You know, they've, this is kind of seemingly a new trend where they add in kind of these little extra add-ons or these secret rooms. Um, I yeah. think it's, is it Stone, it's Stone Garden? Yeah, it's yeah, Stone, the, yeah, yes. Stone Garden is the one that has like the, the potions and you go get the, the regents to build them and, and things like that. Uh, a really cool idea from the, from the team to have this optional things in dungeons and, and, and arenas like this. Um, yeah. You know, I know players, you know, I know there's a certain group of players that aren't crazy about uh, uh, this new expansion. They say, you know, a lot of the Skyrim players are coming to you. So I'm all, I mean, me personally, I'm all for it. More players, the better. Uh, but I think this is only going to make, um, you know, new players DSO if they've just come from like the Skyrim, the Oblivion, Oblivion or, you know, if they only ever played Morrowind, you know, adding in this additional extra stuff to dungeons, it, it it's only going to kind of make that transition and more comfortable. And it's just, it's just more quality to uh, the MMO experience. A lot of other MMOs don't go to this depths where you actually have optional stuff and dungeons and things like that. Uh, it's really cool that it's not just point A to point B. It's actually this, you know, they're really getting uh, optional yeah. with how they do things. It's, it's really, really good change. In my opinion. It seems like they really know their audience, you know, and they know that what a lot of people are coming here for, probably a majority of people are coming here for is maybe a, a primarily single player-ish PVE experience, you know, and they want a lot of stuff to explore. They want to be surprised and delighted at every turn. And, um, and you know, I, I myself appreciate that stuff as well. So it's, it's cool. It's really cool yeah. to see. Well, I think it's, it, it, I think it's huge. And in, in like your, you know, your journey is probably even the best example of it is that, you know, when you came to this game, way back when you just played it almost as a as a single player game and you uh, enjoyed totally. it and loved it and it was fantastic and then when you discover the mmo part it was like this whole extra bonus i feel like the, the zoss marketing team could use me as like the, the textbook <laughs> example yeah. you know like they like the the exact strategy worked on me you know like yeah. i i was actually kind of put off by the fact that it was an online game you know i was like well i don't know if i'll like it but i'll try um and yeah i was i was totally just a single player uh just just doing my own thing in my own world for for a really long time actually and i only kind of reluctantly started dipping my toes into the the multiplayer aspects of the game after several months of just playing by myself uh, and then of course it fully won me over and just bit by mm -hmm. bit by bit i'm just like totally you know, in that, on that other side. Yeah. Uh, apparently the final boss in the new arena has uh, a DPS check. So that's just something to keep in mind. I, I saw like one player uh, was complaining because th they're a tank and they like to take their tank 
through uh, arenas and things like that to challenge their their tanking solo tanking skills. Um, but that seems like it's literally impossible in this arena because you need to have a certain amount of DPS or there's a there's a one shot mechanic. And I'm not sure exactly what that DPS is, but um, anyway, that's something people were saying. Hmm. Uh, otherwise, um, it seems like the consensus is that. Uh, Compared to like Maelstrom Arena, it seems like it's maybe a bit easier, except for the final boss fight is maybe quite quite a bit harder. Um, so that's interesting. That is interesting. And uh, there's apparently on PTS in in the new arena, there's some uh, some serious performance problems like frame drops and lag and things like that. So if you're testing that out, just keep that in mind. I'm sure that'll all be uh, smoothed out before before it comes out. Um. Just some minor fixes to the item set collection thing. Um, as far as combat goes, really nothing major happening there. Uh, they they did kind of slightly unnerf battle spirit, right? So um, battle spirits like that that set of buffs that you get when you enter PvP, uh, and before it reduced your healing received by fifty percent. Uh, then they increased that to sixty percent, and that's what it's been for the last uh, patch or so. Uh, now they're going to take it and meet it in the middle. You'll have a 55% uh, healing taken reduction um, whenever you enter uh, PvP. And the healers rejoice. <laughs> <laughs> An extra 5% will take it. Uh, the healers, I think uh, solo players rejoice yeah. also, man. Like uh, I noticed um, my Stamsork has had a really hard time uh, in Battlegrounds and stuff here lately. Um, like I always rely on mobility uh, on that guy to to stay alive, but I feel like I absolutely have to stay on the move at all times, or I'll just get melted in a moment because all he just uses a bunch of heals over time, which in the past worked really well, but it's it's a struggle these days. Yeah, I think I mean overall this is just good because anybody who's been in battlegrounds here lately and and probably you know upcoming with Markarth. It's just total carnage. It's a bloodbath right now. Uh, you know, anybody can kill you. Anybody's, you know, deaths are happening at a, a complete maximum. So a little bit extra healing. Uh, I think everybody will take that right now. Yeah, and this is one of the few. I feel like this is a a unicorn here lately, like a buff to healing to survivability. Uh, yeah. Seems like there, it's all been going in extremely the opposite direction here lately. Yeah, for sure. They're still experimenting with Oblivion's foe. Some uh, work, they're, they're reworking it again. So um, the current version, this is a crafted set. Um, the current version, the five-piece bonus, um, your soul magic attacks deal an extra 2466 damage. Uh, and that's that's abilities from the soul magic skill line, right? Like one that like your character gets at the very beginning of the game. Um, so yeah, that's the current version. Soul magic attacks deal an extra 2466 damage. Uh, the new version, the five-piece bonus, when you deal damage with a soul magic ability, uh, you mark the target's soul, uh, dealing 12,820 magic damage over 10 seconds. It's a pretty strong dot. Um, as long as they are not already marked from you. And that's that's how they worded it uh, in the description there. And that was confusing for me at, at the time because I was thinking... Well, it's a 10-second duration, and as long as they're not already marked by you, so basically that amounts to a 10-second cooldown. Why don't, why don't they just say, you know, 10-second cooldown? But the more I think about it, that's not – it doesn't – it's not the same thing because, like, if the enemy cleanses the mark off, then you can mark them again, right? Because there is no cooldown. Uh, they just can't already be marked by you. 
Uh, and I think they also are trying to emphasize the fact that you can't refresh that duration yourself. You have to wait for that 10 second duration to expire, then you can mark them again. So I think those two things are kind of the thing that uh, to keep in mind there. I mean, I guess it's cool that they're trying something with the set, but um, I just feel like that, you know, there was that one brief period, I think it was in the dot meta, wasn't it? That um, <clears throat> the, yeah, soul the trap. soul trap was like, it was, it was, the, <laughs> that was soul trap peak. That was like that ability. That was the, the peak of that ability's life. Everybody was ha using it. It was amazing. Uh, and then they nerfed it, I think almost in the next PTS mm -hmm. uh, or the next patch. And I just, I don't know. I don't know anybody's actually tried to make it maybe, maybe in PVE it's more, uh, maybe it's a nice dot to throw on there, but. It's just, um, this new iteration of this set, I mean, it's, I understand this isn't a set that anybody ever uses, so I get they want to try to spice it up, but I just don't really get what's, what they're going for here. Like with the thing we were just talking about, as long as they're not already marked from you, like, why not just make that a 10 second cooldown? Like, why go through the rigmarole of, yeah. you know, like, what is anyone gaining or anything from that? Uh, it's just a, it's a weird design of a set. And I don't think, I really don't think people are going to. Use yeah, it's it just, still. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, not enough damage. Not enough damage. It's just not Give enough us damage. More damage. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Oh yeah, um, and the only other kind of set change I wanted to mention was the uh, frenzied momentum. That's the new arena two hander. They're just uh, slightly buffing it this week. Ten thousand eight thirty four up from nine thousand twenty eight. So a little bit of a buff there. Yeah, that's a nice buff. I. You know, maybe this is a crazy thing to say, but I, I feel like this might become the most popular arena weapon. It, it very well might. It, it'll definitely. I think it's definitely going to be the most popular out of this new batch. Yeah, uh, and it'll be it'll be very popular in general for sure. I mean, an extra 10k damage from a from a heavy attack that you're going to do anyway. Yeah, you know. and and almost everybody. It, and momentum is such a highly used skill. And so it's, yeah, I just, I could see this being very, very widely used. Oh, for sure. No question. Um, other than that, that's, that's kind of week two. Like I said, week two is always not a lot exciting. Although, you know, I remember the last patch actually, week two actually was pretty active, uh, but that was a, that was a rare. Um, They're keeping us guessing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they just kind of did some bug fixes for like some random art, animation, audio stuff. Um, it's kind of mostly what's going on. Uh, next week, usually week three is pretty exciting. So we'll see what's up there. Um, that's really, otherwise, it's pretty slow news week. The only other thing uh, that I saw is there's a October Crown Store showcase. If you want to go check that out, um, you can check out the forums and find the link for that. If you just want to get a preview on what's going to be in the Crown Store this month. Some cool stuff. I don't know. Nothing that I got like super excited about, but some stuff I might pick up. Is it? Uh, I haven't taken a look at. It. Is it kind of Halloween themed stuff going into October? Or yeah, it's, well, it has a lot of naughty kind of stuff. Whoa, hey! Then we should be very excited. <laughs> Hold on. Speaking of <laughs> which, uh, we we checked we checked out that new uh, house that we got from the uh, yeah. antiquities event, right? It's pretty nice. Very nice. Very very impressed with it. Uh, really big house. It's not you know we've talked about this. It's not Sigic Villa size, but it's a very 
very big house, uh, really well designed. The outside's really cool. The inside's really uh, unique and cool. Um, we we yeah. talked about this. This uh, you know, I might move this to my main house. I'm gonna wait to Markarth to see kind of what houses come out uh, with that. But uh, this has a chance to be my new kind of primary residence for um, a free house, man. It's uh, I mean, you're right. Like the last time we got a free house, the Grand Civic Villa, it's like absurdly huge. I was actually kind of pleased. That this was, it's big, but it's not like unfathomably huge the way the, the villa is. Like, yeah, well, I remember seeing that thing and like, how am I ever going to fill this up and actually make it feel like a home? Like, there's no way. It's, yep. it's awesome for a guild hall, and that's what we use it for. But this thing, I might actually like move my main character in there, and that actually be my home. Yeah. Um, it's really, really nice and very cool design. That's a, it's a three story house. Like, there's two set, two flights of stairs to go up and. Um, it's very Nordy. It's very arboreal, like trees and water and rocks and stuff. Yeah, really neat. Yeah, they did a really good job. It's it is a really really cool house. Uh, it's in Western Skyrim, so that's you know quick you know quick way to get to Western Skyrim. And I didn't even do anything. Like I did like one antiquity during that event. That was my contribution. I think I did a day's worth of antiquity, but outside of that, yeah, that's pretty much all I did. Thank you to the to the people that did more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys. Thanks for the house. <laughs> Anything else you wanted to say about that? Um, there are some other cool rewards. Um, the uh, the what are they called? The, the house assistant. What are they? Oh yeah, the um, house guest. Yep, the house guest. Also a very cool reward from that event. Just a really cool event. I mean, you know, we kind of talked about this when they do big events like this. Um, there's a good chance that the community will succeed, um, but just yeah, really they cool intentionally that, make it a goal that's easy to reach for sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just like, really wouldn't cool. Suck, that, wouldn't it suck? I'm like, oh, sorry guys, just didn't get it. No one gets you, the house. Sorry, you guys, you guys were so close. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's no way. Uh, we're just gonna throw it on the crown store now. You can I buy bet, it if you really I want. I bet it. even if we didn't really reach the the achievement, they just. They just lie to us and say, oh, you did it. Good job, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we would never know, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, we wouldn't know. Uh, that's that's a really hilarious good point. Um, but really cool that they do that. Uh, love logging in and getting a bunch of cool free stuff. That's We'll never complain about that. We'll never Especially complain about that. Nord theme stuff, so. Yeah. Give yeah. it all to me. Um. Well, why don't we talk about what we've been up to in the Elder Scrolls Online here lately? Davius, what have you been doing, man? Um, lots of things. You know, uh, I was thinking about this. It's been a little while since we've we've talked about what we've been doing, you know, with the with the schedule. And then, you know, last week was just crazy, busy PTS. So um, this was yeah, actually... Yeah, it's been a few weeks. Yeah, so this is actually a, a couple weeks old now. But, um, you know, my character... Um, the never ending Nord. It's a necromancer. Uh, this is the one that, um, I'd s originally was Magicka was the, it was my original vampire character. Everybody knows the saga of vampires. I just don't, they're just not great. Uh, and so then I had talked about, you know, how can I make this character work? I really like the name. I want to make it work. 
switched over to stamina. And then you actually kind of talked me off that ledge of <laughs> you have a lot of stamina characters. <laughs> you need another Magicka character. And you have a stamina necromancer. <laughs> I have a stam I have a stamina necromancer already. So um I kind of uh you know you have a fantastic Magicka necromancer despair. Uh, and I kind of, it, you know, works really well. We've talked about that character, uh, but I kind of, you know, took some ideas about your build that worked really well. I did the infused um, uh, uh, ice staff. Uh, no, not the uh, charged ice charged, staff. Charged, yeah. The charged ice staff. Um, uh, kind of those kind of ideas, but um, the the overall build. Oh, let me let me start by talking about that. Is that uh, I did. Uh, five piece beekeeper, uh, which is the set that um, is health recovery. Uh, it gives a, I think it's like nine hundred health recovery, and then I think the, the five the, piece bonus says uh, health recovery out the wazoo. I think is what the, <laughs> yeah. the description says. Exactly, and this is one they just recently changed. Where it used to be the two through four was health recovery, and then the five piece was just a little bit more. But it basically gives the same amount of massive health recovery, but the two through four is actually health now. Uh, I think it gives really more. Nice. I think it gives even more health recovery than it did before. And yeah. all I, we talked about it in a previous episode. I'm pretty sure it amounts to more total health recovery overall, and a lot more health. Yeah, a really huge buff for that. So I'm using the five piece beekeeper, and then I'm actually this is kind of the surprise one, but I'm doing five piece winter's respite. Um, I actually kind of already had this. I was using it on Davius for a little bit, but I pulled it off him, and so I kind of had it, put it on there to try it. Loved how it worked. Um, this is just the one that when you use a ground, uh, essentially, I don't know how it's worded, but essentially if you use a ground AOE ability, uh, it's going to pop up a, a circle of, of healing, uh, that's a really, really good heal over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm using the, uh, two piece troll king monster set. <clears throat> so like I said, it was kind of, uh, I got some ideas from despair and just that it's definitely a support, you know, most magic builds are going to in pvp builds are going to have some sort of kind of support theme but i went heavy should, on the support. Yeah. yeah i went heavy on the support theme um kind of and then you know um with despair i've seen you use uh, that character the the necromancer totem is a great ability really kind of takes over an area uh kind of you can kind of really claim a spot or you can kind of lead people certain ways in battlegrounds yeah so, with the with the wall of frost like those two yes. paired together is yeah yeah, so the Charge Frost staff, I use Wall of Frost, I use the Necromancer's Totem, uh, and then I actually use the Necromancer uh, AoE uh, Heal. Uh, I can't think of that, the name oh, of it. Oh, yeah. I, know, I can't remember the name either, but yeah, play like puts a circle on the ground and it can yep. consume a corpse and cleanse and all of that. Yes, that's yeah. actually, the cleanse is the key part to that too, especially in uh, today's Battleground. Mm-hmm. But uh, So that's actually the spammable heal that I use, but... Uh, kind of all of this put together, it has created a really, uh, really cool build of, uh, you know, I've said health recovery quite a bit. The health recovery on this character is, as, <laughs> I'll quote Ket, that uh, is out the wazoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think when uh, Troll Kings goes off, it's somewhere like around 24, 2500 health recovery. Um which so, uh, isn't affected by battle spirit. Like that's, you know, all your healing gets cut in half or more than half right now, uh, but your health recovery isn't affected. You have the same health recovery no matter what. Yeah. Really and nice. 
it, it, it has worked really, really well. It is a very, very tough character to bring down. Um, and it's got really, you know, it's got strong heals. Uh, you know, that heal um, with when it consumes a corpse, it turns into a really strong heal. And, you know, I've always got extra corpses. Uh, and the Winter's Respite works really nice with uh, the totem or that heal because it lets me kind of aim where I want to throw that Winter's Respite ability. So wherever I throw the totem or wherever I throw uh, that heal, or even if I throw down a Wall of Frost, the Winter's Rep Respite is going to pop up uh, right underneath all three of those abilities. And so um, it's it's I've had some really cool moments with the build. I was in one battleground. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's the one that's kind of in the Imperial City area. Um, and there's a whole, there's portals that take you up to like a second level, uh, but you can still look over the middle. Is that um, one called Arcane University? Is that what that one's called? That sounds right. Yeah, I think it is that one. Um, but I was up top and, um, you know, I was helping, I was finishing off a, a fight. That's your favorite map, right? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That is, yeah, that's a good point. That is my least favorite battleground map because uh, probably because what I'm about to say, people go up to this top and they just kind of rain down on the uh, the people that are fighting in the middle. The ranged players, they just go straight up top and camp straight up, up there. Yep, yep, that's where they hang out. So I kind of did the the reverse of that. So I went up top and I was finishing a fight, but then when I turned to go down, uh, my teammates had already beat me down and they were in a fight down the bottom and I was doing like these ranged heals where I was throwing the totem and then I was throwing my AOE heal and then the winter's respite popped up underneath them. And so I was doing all of these things at a range that it was kind of wild to, uh, I just hadn't really had that type of support character that could have that kind of range and that kind of support uh, and be so far away. And so cool. it's, it, it's a really cool build. Um, it actually kind of secretly does uh, quite a bit of damage. Uh, I don't have any weapon damage put into the build, um, but where it gets its damage is, you know, we were talking about that beekeeper having a lot of max health. Um, the max health on this character is a lot. It's a Nord, obviously. Um, and the, the five piece uh, beekeeper with those two, three, four, all that max health Um the that causes the um, the bone goliath ultimate uh, i have the morph that does the aoe around you and that's actually the damage from that is determined from your max health ah. and, and so that's actually the main ultimate i use one because it just makes it's just another way for this character to be very hard to kill so if they do finally get through all my health recovery then i can pop that ultimate you know, full heal. Raises and they're probably my out of health. stamina by that point. Yep. And so, uh, but the the max health, I think it jumps, I think I'm around 60,000. <laughs> With your Goliath form? Yeah. Uh, it, it bumps my health to around 60,000, which causes that AOE to do, I think it's around 5,000 uh, damage per second. Uh, when people are in that AOE. That's so and funny so, because up to that point, you're really not dealing hardly any exactly. damage, right? So they don't see it coming at all. Exactly. They probably they, just think you're a giant target dummy, so they just yep. stand right in it. Yep. And and it, it there's so many times you can see that happen in a battleground or even just in a, an Imperial City or, or you know anywhere where it's PvP, is that they kind of, you know, you go through the, the dance of they kind of hit me, I kind of live through it, I'm really hard to kill. And so they'll kind of move to other teammates and they really just kind of, 
know that I'm a healer. And so if they, if there are groups there, they'll try to focus me. But if it's just one or two people, then they'll kind of move on. Cause they're like, all right, this guy's tanky. I can't kill him. And then when I switch into that bone Goliath form, it's kind of like, you can just tell they're like, what the heck just happened? Like, where did all this damage come from? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it has created some really, really, uh, positive results and some good numbers of battlegrounds. Uh, cause you know, with it being a Nord, I do get that ultimate, uh, relatively quickly. Uh, and so I can pop it quite a bit and, um, it, it's, it's, it's worked out really well so far. Very tanky, really strong heals. Um, and then, you know, when you switch that bone Goliath, you can really melt down a group and, uh, really turn the damage up. Uh, that's it's awesome. worked out. Yeah, it's worked out really well. I've had a lot of fun with that character. Dude, whenever uh group BGs come back, which they're coming back. <laughs> they're coming back. We got to we got to pair the our mag crows up and yeah. just just go on a troll streak. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. We we you know, we've talked about this with these characters. It you when you're in a battleground, you do it's maybe the the trolliest I've ever felt because I can see people go through their full combos and you know, I just can't stand there and take it. You know, that's not how health recovery works. But just movement, going around a pillar, go around a rock, and just you can see these people just burning through their resources so much just to get through this. It's maybe the trolliest I've ever felt. And oh, yeah, then, and you're throwing all the CC around for them yes. to get through as well. Yeah, the frost, you know, the, the, the wall of frost gets thrown down. The totem gets thrown down. So, they're you know, they're feared. They're slowed. Uh, the charged frost staff. I mean, it's just... Yeah, it's not a good time for them. <laughs> this is oppressive. Uh, but it, it works out to be a really good time for me. So <laughs> That's um, what's important. Yeah. Uh, and so that character, I'm really happy that I finally got that character in a good spot. Uh, it's worked out really well. Um, so that's that's kind of what I've been, uh, most of the BGs I've been doing have been that character lately. Uh, and like I said, it's, it's worked out really well. Uh, the other thing I've been up to, uh, the promise that I feel like I've told people for the last 10 episodes is that I'm leveling my werewolf character. Mm -hmm. I'm a witness. It's, I've seen him log in with this character. It's happened. I'm actually in the leveling stages. Uh, I'm about halfway there. Um, started the leveling. I still got to farm the gear, but you know, we've talked about this. Both sets I'm running dropped from the same dungeon. Uh, so that would, I think it's going to be maybe one of the most easy dungeon farms I've ever done. Yeah, yeah, that's that's nice. Yeah, and so the werewolf support build is happening. Uh, should be just a week or two, and the same. Yeah, I gotta make be... my werewolf now. Like yep. now, you're forcing my hand. <laughs> I have no choice. I have We've to buy a it. new character slot to do it, though. <laughs> I'll do it. It's gonna happen. Uh, so yeah, this is the the werewolf support build should be out in the world uh, shortly. Um, I did want to talk about uh, one of the cool changes that kind of. Uh, uh, you brought to my attention um, in the Discord uh, chat for the uh, for the guild the um, weapon no not weapon I'm sorry the jewelry glyphs uh, that you can actually reduce your potion uh, cooldown mm -hmm. uh, which will work really well with one of those uh, sets because it's I think it's every thirty seconds uh, you, you can drink a potion and everybody gets I don't know how much it is but it's a bunch it's like I think it's 40 ultimate. Yeah, it's like 44 ultimate or something like that. And so, but we, you know, we've talked in the past of that's, that's crazy because potions cooldowns is uh, 40 seconds. And so how does that work? Like, or 45, I think. 
or yeah, even 45 seconds. And so we're like, how can that work? But, uh, you know, these, um, these jewelry glyphs, I think each one reduces your potion cooldown time by five seconds or like five yeah. point something seconds. And so with three jewelry glyphs, uh, that's going to take it to where I can actually make that set work every 30 seconds. Like proc on cooldown. Yeah. So yeah. I can just constantly uh, be throwing 44 ultimate every 30 seconds. To the and team. those, those glyphs have big. been in the game a long time. I just had forgotten, you know, and just was reminded. Like yeah. I just came across them. I'm like, oh, yeah, that'd be perfect for Davis's werewolf build. So I sent you a, a link to the to that. Yeah, that's definitely what I'm going to be uh, doing on the build is all three uh, Jewelry Glyphs will be that. Uh, that cool. should be really cool. That'll be awesome. Um, and then the last thing is that I I have finally picked my final character slot. This is my ninth character slot. Create a new character. You know, me and you have talked about this, of what my last character was going to be. Uh, <laughs> you've highly recommended there be Magicka due to my massive amount of stamina characters, which I agree with. Um you know, and I just went. I just went with the old reliable. I created a new Templar, and it's going to be a Magicka Templar. Uh, and you know, it'll it'll it's going to be a PvP character. It's going to be a, a damage dealing slash support. You know, kind of like Magicka. Uh, and I know, you know, so people out there are like, wait a minute, your main is a Magicka Templar. Uh, but we've kind of talked about this. Davius has really kind of just assumed his own unique role <laughs> yeah. it's kind of his own unique class uh he is the he never deals any damage he's 100 percent heals uh in his uh pvp setup uh and then he you know he's got a lot of the you know i tank with them mostly now but now the group battlegrounds will come back i'll be able to use him again mm -hmm. um but he's kind of so different i don't really want to touch him but i do like the idea of a magicka templar in battlegrounds you know they're really good they've got a cleanse um, you know, like jab. a more offensive focused. Yes. Kind of, yeah. yeah. You know, the healing jabs, they've got a lot of great abilities that uh, I kind of want to take advantage of. And I love the Templar class. That's my favorite class. And so I created a new uh, Magicka Templar that uh, will, I think is going to be a lot of fun. I don't have build ideas yet. Uh, I'm still kind of going through sets and things like that. Um, it's hard you to know. make a bad build with Magplar, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll find something. I'm not worried about it, but it'll. I'll, I'll find some unique twist to it uh, that hopefully will make it uh, be fun in Battlegrounds. But uh, the name of the new character, I'm very happy about the name. The Bard of Sovereign Guard. Very good. <laughs> I love, uh, we were talking about this the other day. You have these like phases of character naming schemes. You had your bear phase. The bear phase. You know, now it's all like very Nord centric. Yeah. Nord centric uh, rhyming phase. Is, is yeah. The phase I'm in <laughs> yeah. Now. Nord rhyming names. <laughs> yeah. I've got the uh, my werewolf is the gift of the rift, and then this one is the bard of sovereign guard. So, That's great. Uh, yeah, and so. Um, he's got the drunk personality, right? He's got the, he's got the he's drunk got personality. This new, uh, you know, the new um, crown crates right now are the Sovereign Guard theme. I already got the new Sovereign Guard bear that will be his mount. Uh, you know, and I've kind of made his entire look kind of match that style of bear. Um, <laughs> we joked about this. I created the character. I've only played with the character for... I've maybe killed two mobs with the character, but... I have put about an hour into the look of the character. That's the important part. That <laughs> it does was... look cool. <laughs> I've got the look down. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, that, that is that is basically what I, I have been up to. 
Sweet man, yeah. I'm surprised. I was uh, I was expecting you to maybe make a Mag DK, a Magical Warden, maybe something like that. that that's funny you say that. That was the that was what it was down to. Is that I really thought it was either going to be a Mag Warden or Mag DK. That was kind of what I thought it was going to be. And then when I went to create the character, I was like, you know, I just know the Templar class so well. I know all the abilities, like the back of my hand, even all the morphs. Uh, and you know, I just I I. I Really wanted a Magicka Templar that could do some damage, but yeah. I don't. I didn't want to change Davies up. He, you know, <laughs> I almost gave you a heart attack a while back when I said Davies might deal some damage. He he just he just can't do it. Yeah, he can't deal damage. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem right. <laughs> um, you think you'll buy some more character slots in the future and yeah, make I a think- warden or. Yeah, I think so for sure. I think that I still, I still would like uh, a Mag DK seems really fun, uh, and a Magical Warden just for how much I like support classes, a Magical Warden might be. Uh, you know, I, I feel bad to say this because you know I love Templar, but Magical Warden might be the best support class out there. The, I think for small scale PvP, no question, yeah. the best support class. They, they just have so many things that are helpful uh, for the group um, and can still be uh, effective damage Yeah, like, like solo, they can carry their own. Like you can yeah. build a warden in such a way where they're just ready for anything. Whatever situation they're in, they're, they're equipped for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. Well, what I've been up to is mostly just focusing on my Stamsork. Uh, and really just um, on PTS, because I'm so pumped about this uh, this new Pale Order, Ring of the Pale Order, and the setup that I'm going to have with that. So I've really just kind of been running around on PTS, just seeing kind of what I can do with it. You know, what what how survivable can I be, uh, and how can I tweak my build to to squeeze the most out of it with, <laughs> with that kind of being factored in. Um, and it's it's going to be pretty nice. So... My my current setup, well, like on the live server, uh, my Stamsork is using uh, Briarheart, Morkelden, uh, Troll King, uh, and then a Masterbow on the back bar, and it, he's a dual wield on the front bar. Um, and he uses the Serpent Mundus, uh, and then one Recovery Glyph, and then everything else is damage focused. Um, so the change that I'm making now is uh, I'm getting rid of Troll King, and that's just going to become a one-piece Doma House, I think, just to get that extra max stamina and magicka. Uh, and then I'm going to use the Ring of the Pale Order. So I'll still use Briarheart and Morkelden, just getting rid of the monster set and basically replacing it with the new Ring and a one-piece monster set. Um, and then I'm going to swap uh, to uh, to the Warrior Damage Mundus and go all damage glyphs on all of my jewelry. Um, because, as we talked about in the last episode, um, major and minor endurance uh, are being doubled. Yeah, massive buff. Yeah, so I'm going to have a whole lot more recovery, uh, even considering, like, I'm taking all of the uh, the recovery investments in my build out, right? I'm, I'm not using the recovery Mundus anymore. There are no recovery uh, glyphs on my jewelry. It's, it's damage across the board, uh, and I'm still gaining... 100 stamina recovery over what I currently have uh, and an extra 400 weapon damage. And 400 weapon damage to this character, I feel like I should just stress that is terrifying for considering how hard he already hits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It takes him up to about 5,600, uh, something like that, uh, with a, with a, like a 57% crit rate in no CP. Yikes. He hits really, uh, really hard. That's why yeah, he's one of my and- favorites. 
Yeah. Well, and crit on a stam sort is so, you know, obviously that's great for damage, but it's so good on a stam sort just for so many other reasons uh, with the heals. And I mean, just oof. Yeah, and it's nice like the the pale order, like getting rid of troll king and replacing it with pale order, it's a it's a massive difference in survivability. Like pale pale order is just way way stronger, and I don't think it gets affected by battle spirit either. I think it just straight up scales off of your damage done, and I don't think battle spirit is affecting the amount of healing you're taking ah, from that. That's interesting. Um so it's it's a true heal so it kind of works like a health recovery almost yeah yeah that may change but uh that's that's how it is right now so i'm i'm just getting really jazzed about that i'm just really waiting for that patch to drop so i can start farming this thing right away and it's going to take this dude to the next level i mean i know everyone's going to be using this thing so i'm not going to be the only one you know it's just the kind of the playing field is being elevated because of this thing i think in general and because of these recovery buffs as well yeah um, and I've been playing with some support builds as well. Like, uh, really, I've I've mostly been playing with support builds lately. And then just like the other day, I was just like, man, I haven't killed stuff in a while. I need to get on the Stam Sork and, and start doing that. But I've still been um, spending quite a bit of time with my Magicka Necromancer as well and my Magicka Warden. Um, I've been doing a lot of Battlegrounds lately. And especially my Mag uh, Warden is kind of my go-to if i don't know who else to play with in a bg's like i know i'm gonna have a good time with this character like like no question mm -hmm. so Um, I think that's about everything. Is there anything else you wanted to bring up? Um, I don't think so. I think that's about everything. Um, you know, you've, you've talked a lot about your excitement for this ring, the pale order. I feel like that I have to equally match that with my, uh, excitement for the pearls of, uh, El, El Nefe. El Nefe. Uh, I'll learn to say it better. That's one goal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I've, I've looked more at that ability. Obviously, it's I, I'm going to throw it on Davius. It's just perfect for him. But I was thinking about this. You know, me and you both have um, Stam DKs that uh, are really big on ultimate gain. Um, and I could see this that even being pretty good for them because it's a lot. I could see it being a, a major source for ultimate um, generation. And 
the kind of the strategy with those DMDKs is to go really, really low on sustain because uh, just with the built-in, uh, uh, you know, Dragon uh, Knight passives, you kind of, when you use ultimate, you get um, your sustain back. And so they're, I don't know about you, but my character is low on sustain a lot. And so I could see this proccing quite a bit, even on that character. Yeah, like MagDKs don't really invest in recovery because they have other like things built into their class that helps them recover resources in other ways. Um, so yeah, that, that makes sense because they're, they're heavily reliant on getting their ultimate to restore resources. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, well, no emails this week, but if you'd like to send us an email, you can email us at scrollinpodcast at gmail.com. That's scrolling with an I-N, no G, scrollinpodcast at gmail.com. I'd like to give a shout out to Grizzly Khan. Uh, hasn't really done anything, I don't think, this week, but I'm sure he's out there doing something good somewhere. So, Grizzly, I hope you're doing well. Um, we have a, a guild called Stoons Goons. It's mainly a social guild with somewhat of a PvP bend, but we really do a little bit of everything. And mostly what we do is just hang out in Discord and tell jokes and trade memes and what have you. Uh, but it's a good time. If you're interested, let us know. You can hit us up in-game at Ket Sparrowhawk or at Star Jumper. Um, we have Goon Nights, which is uh, we all just get together and kind of just go do some PvP. Normally in Imperial City, but here pretty soon that might end up being um, a lot of battlegrounds. Um, mm -hmm. It's been on Friday nights up to this point. That may or may not change just because my, my personal schedule has changed quite a bit. We're going to try to keep it Friday nights for now, but just heads up, that could change. Okay, I think that's an episode. Three, two, one. Now the boom. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. I, I jump early on the boom. You know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. You can't you wait. That? You're just you're right. You just wait. You wake up in the morning. You can't wait to say that boom. <laughs> That's what I look for. Just as soon as the eyes open, a boom is coming. <laughs> That's the episode title. A boom is coming. A boom is coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write that out as a possibility. Yeah, it could be. It could be.